Uzi, Uzi, Uzi. Oi, oi, oi. Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 292 for patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is Mythic Rating with Pugs. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 292 of HearthCast, we'll cover an add-on that lets you easily buy things in bulk. And who better to give dating advice than an in-game gnome? So, hey, Root. Hey there, Freckleface. What do you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Well, been doing the uh, old headless horseman there, you know. Yeah. Queuing up for him every day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Getting him every day so far on two tunes. He's still trolling. No, no. Sometimes, but sometimes I'm on a have an agenda, you know. Right. Just trying to get it done. And I know about your agenda. Do you? I do. Okay. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you work. You got to get stuff done. No distractions. Yeah, no. Until no. the thing is done. That's right. Haven't gotten them out yet. That's why I'm still in there. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a reason to go back after you've gotten them out? Um. Well, this year they updated the loot table. Okay. So yeah, but it's so. nothing. Here's the thing. So I got this helm, right? right? It's not the normal level one helm that he drops. It's a pretty cool helm. It's called the Horseman's Horrific Hood, and it looks really cool. Except its plate, but it's got a use. It it brings it laughs. It does the headless horseman laugh. Well, there should be a cloth version of it it's that only you can use. Plate. Really? Plate, freckle face. Huh. Made me mad. I mean, that's my complaint, is why can't I have a cloth version of this? Why has it got to be plate? I was back in raiding. We had a little bit of an attendance issue, which meant we ended up pugging a lot of it, which led to its own set of issues. Now, this is through open raid, right? It is through open raid, which in and of itself is a pug. However, we it's have... a scheduled pug. It is, but we have a group that's been a standard of regulars the entire time. We have our core. So where did you get the pugs from? Uh, they just pick them up out of the group finder. Okay, the in-game group finder. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem there is, you know, it's, it's what led to today's content, actually, because there are some issues that I felt we should have done and we didn't do. And I kind of voiced my opinion on it, and we we ended up rectifying the situation. But and we'll talk about that later on. But uh, we ended up kind of going through it, and then just kind of we normally like do all the bosses, and then switch to normal and go do Archimon. We got all the way to that point, and just kind of went eh, and called it a night, like with an hour to go. So I was a little, you know, a little disappointed. I, you know, yeah. I gotta say, and. Um, yeah, I really don't know why we have the attendance issue, but we do. But, you know, it's all right. Happens. It does. In my gear, since I got some 715 gear, some gloves, Freckle nice. Face. 715. And they were ugly. <laughs> so immediately transmitted immediately. them. Immediately. I was actually, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, let me look at my bags. I was sorting through my bags. And I was like, oh. I forgot to open up this treasure from my mission. I don't know if it was a, a garrison or a, a ship mission, but I had a you know re- an item. 
It's like, I forgot to open that up. Let me open that up. And it was those gloves. And I was like, right by the T-Mod guy there in Warsong. I'm like, hello. I'm going to talk to you. Because <laughs> OMG, Frax, nasty. You're like an off yellow. Ew. Like nicotine yellow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, this is not happening. No. So, yeah, back to my cool little team bot that I got that I'm rocking right now. So I was happy. So I'm doing a time walking dungeon. You know I love my time walking dungeons. I do. I'm doing those, getting all that done. And then I jump on. You have to go to Dalaran right now to uh, turn in the uh, the special little quest. You get, you get like 500 extra points for it. So to get to Dalaran, you know, naturally I go to Orgrimmar to jump on the Zeppelin. And the Zeppelin That's starts, a roundabout way to go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But when you when I can't be bothered to... You know, make my way over to the shrine. That's what I do. Yeah. So the Zeppelin starts on its way out of Orgrimmar and gets to the cliff and stops. And I had kind of, I had tabbed out. And so when I tabbed back in and I was stopped at the cliffs, I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's like, maybe I tabbed out and it caused an issue in the game, which is weird, but Okay. And then it flashed for a second, and I was on the other side of Orgrimmar coming in, like I had done the full <laughs> circle. And I'm like, what, what is going on? And I'm like, maybe it's a glitch, whatever. I reload UI, wait for the next ship. I get on there. Another guy gets on there with me. I'm like, hey, last time I had an issue, it went to the cliff and stopped. He's like, yeah, that's weird. I'm like, yeah, no. We get to the cliff, it stops. And then I, I kind of talked about it in general. I'm like, anybody else having issues? And some other people said, yeah, I can't get to Undercity. I can't get here. I can't. And I'm, so I tweeted to uh, Blizzard CS. I mean, hey, you guys got an issue going on here on the server. What's going on? And then I, I, I remembered that your mage is now 90 and has a portal to at least Dalaran. So I'm like, hey, Frag. <laughs> <laughs> About that mage you got. Is that on our server? Which it wouldn't have matter as long as she was Horde. That's true. Now, the difference is you can't meet in the capital city and go to a port. Oh, you got to go somewhere else. You have to, yeah, because yeah, it's phased a certain way. Yeah, true, true. So if you're true. meeting up with somebody who's on a different server, you just have to go outside to Duratar. So I'm like, hey, Freck, can I get a port to Dalaran? You're like, oh, yeah, sure. And then yeah. you ported me to the shrine. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Dalaran looks different. <laughs> But I'm like, no big deal, because the shrine's got a portal to download. Yeah. So I just ran up there, <laughs> got my little thing turned in, got that taken care of. So it was cool. Been fun. I've had it. It's been a fun week. I've just had a lot of fun. Good. The uh, I had one day where like the, the the champions like wouldn't spawn at all. I was like, what is going on? And then I had another day that they spawned instantly. So yeah, just luck of the timing, you know yeah. how it goes. So, yeah. but it was just a really really fun week. I was kind of really just. I was in a groove this week, so I was really having fun. How about you? How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? I also had a really good week. I um, used, I got enough trick or treats to get the, the toy that's being sold. It's the Wicker Man toy. Basically builds a little fire. Cool. Yeah. I have like four toys that do the same thing. They basically build a fire, and you can use that for cooking. Um, I've been fishing up lunkers. Yeah? Um, yeah, and you know you need Lunkers to build rep with uh, Nat Pagel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, it takes a long time. Forevers. Yeah. But the cool thing that happened to me this week was I saw someone in trade offering the loot rights for the Thundering Ruby Cloud Serpent for 20k. Really? Right. Now That's this, Mr. Yeah, Pandaria, right? Right, Mr. Pandaria, that Alani uh, Cloud Serpent that has 
the shield and you can only yeah, deactivate her shield. Yeah, it yeah, circles you have around. Ten sky shards. Yeah. And the whole time I I was in Pandaria, I only ever got two. Right. And when you and during content, that was like a hundred K to get that. I remember those days. Yeah. And that was Mr. Pandaria hundred K. It was a lot. It's like five hundred K right now. <laughs> Probably. Um so I took him up on that and I go out to uh Pandaria and halfway through I get this weird feeling. I'm like, wait a minute. What if he doesn't have it? What if I'm paying twenty thousand for a roll? <laughs> oh, and I start wow. thinking, like, is that worth it or not? Well, here's the thing on that: if you are duped by somebody in the world of Warcraft, even for something like that, and there are chat logs that Blizzard can go back and look at, historically they have given players their gold back. Well, this is true, and I was I didn't. And I did make a mental note to myself what his name was. So if I did have any issues before I get out there, I would um, be able to at least say his name. But the one thing that I was concerned about was, did I misread what he was saying? Oh, you yeah. know, You could have pulled a sly one on you. Not even a sly one. I mean, think about it. If you're about to, if you spend all this time getting the sky shards and you're about to take this uh, mob down. That might be worth it to you to say, I'll take 20K for the chance for someone else to get it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it, it still would have been a legit offer. So, you had a moment of doubt? Moment of doubt, but, and I asked, like, uh, are you rolling two? And he didn't answer. <gasps> but then, it dropped. I rolled need. He didn't roll anything, oh. so I got it. She so, got it? Yeah. I am so peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Aren't you, though, 20K? I mean, that's like chump change right now. Yeah. For a mount. I know. Yeah, I know. So awesome. Yeah, so I was very excited. I ended up losing the Hearthstone game over that. Cause I, was trying to... <laughs> I think it's yeah. worth it, Freckleface. <laughs> Card game, awesome ruby serpent mount. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, well, Battle Panda was spectating me because he had the quest and the card back. And uh, that's our friend from Open Read. Right. There's a quest to spectate somebody. Yeah. Uh, I turn my spectate off when I reinstall mine. I'm like, no, <laughs> nobody can watch me. Well, okay, but... If you spectate somebody else, sometimes you get a quest to like watch somebody else win a game oh. and get a free pack. They have to win though. Yeah, the other person has to win. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be like, loser, I was waiting for the win. What happened? Yeah, so I totally like, I'm trying to finish this Hearthstone game, like follow this game around in Pandaria and like made really bad plays. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he totally, I'm like, hey, it's 15 minutes in this game and you're, you're throwing it. <laughs> oh, Frackovitz, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, he's Australian. He'd be like, mate. What are, you, what are you doing, mate? Come on now. <laughs> that was horrible. Crikey. <laughs> uh, no, don't keep going. I can see you're trying to. <laughs> what, uh, other... what other Australian uh, <laughs> stereotypes can you say? Vegemite. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wallaby. <laughs> all right, all right. Um... Billabong. <laughs> Waltzing Matilda. I don't I'm I'm running. <laughs> Help me out. You're not even trying the accent I'm, anymore. I'm watching Matilda. <laughs> That's weird. Oi! There you go. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. William Shatner, Dying Sheep, go. Uh, I am dying. Shear me one last time as I die. <laughs> The pain! My two pain! 
was in other uh, Star Trek. And I was TJ Hooker. And Boston Legal. <laughs> and I have a book. You can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> 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 well, <see>. oh! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Last time you'll ever ask me to do that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> if your goal is to make me regret saying that, then you succeeded. <laughs> well, speaking of someone else who had a great week. We have a email. This is from Lee. This was uh, Ruth Gildy who had emailed in to ask about the higher learning achievement. And some tips on getting it done. And they say, got it done the other day. Thank you so much for the advice. I used the Cross Realm Assist add-on. It made it so much easier. Right. And what you had told them was go to Downland. If the book's not there, jump to another realm to see if it's there. Right. Make it faster. Yeah. So, so awesome. Grats on that. That is cool. That's a that's one of those that can take a long time to get. So it's only been a couple of weeks since we gave that uh, that tip. So that's, that's, that's good. It's encouraging. Awesome. So congratulations to you. I'm sorry, Arthas. I can't watch you do this. Coming up next in general chat. Root's Guide to Mythic Pug Rating. We're soon going to be doing mythic content cross realm. This means every part of rating will now be completely puggable. As we enter into this new realm of rating, we thought it best to share what we've learned in the hopes to make this transition as smooth as possible. As I just mentioned, our my last uh, raid, we had to pug a lot of it. And in that, we ran into some challenges, which I said I voiced my opinion on, and they were rectified. And we'll talk about those challenges. I'll, I'll highlight them when we get to them. But it made me aware that we're getting to something that's even more difficult than just what we're doing, which is heroic pugging. So there are some things that need to be said. So consider this a guide to mythic pug rating, but a lot of what we say is going to apply to any kind of pug rating. So just take that with uh, as it is. Software needs installing and updating. Now, in particular for World of Warcraft, there are some software packages that people use for voice chatting. And those include Mumble, Ventrilo, sometimes Skype, and even like TeamSpeak. And it's important to go ahead and have those installed ahead of time. Get them now before you need them because once you need them, it's too late. You're going to hold up a raid and that's not something you really want to do. Right. And they can be difficult trying to find exactly how to set them up. I've always found like Mumble and both Mumble and Ventrilo to be like not super user friendly as far as setting up your options, uh, input, output, all that stuff. And it takes a little bit of uh, messing around that I think to be able to understand how it works exactly. So you don't want to be that one person who can't figure out how to get in the right channel or who can't figure out how to get their mic to work. Yeah, we had a guy that this exact same scenario did not have Mumble installed and we had to go, okay, you got to install Mumble. Then he couldn't connect to the server. And we had a guy in the group going, send me a screenshot of, of what you're doing. And as it turns out, the guy was putting like username and password just in the wrong place. It's like, no, it goes here and here where it says username and password, you know, whatever. 
So, yeah, you want to have those installed and configured ahead of time. There are specific add-ons in the world of Warcraft that a lot of raid teams are going to use on a regular basis. These include deadly boss mods, big wigs, uh, stuff for looting, like Suicide Kings or what's that? Uh, there's another big loot one that people use, whatever it is. DKP? Yeah, cool. something like that. No, it's one of those DKGP something that they use. There are boss-specific add-ons, like that one for Ishkar. The Iskar Assist, you gotta, it's not, that one in particular is not just installing it, but it's installing it, knowing how to use it, and knowing how that raid team sets it up. Because a lot of raid teams will set it up where it lists everybody in the raid in alphabetical order. And on that, if you don't know, and it, it is assumed that people are setting it up the same way, then they'll be like, click the person under you. And you look, you find yourself on a list, you click the person under you, and they go, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm clicking the person under me? Because yours isn't alphabetical, you know, and everybody else's is. So, in addition to installing these add-ons, make sure they are configured in, in the same way everybody else's are. It's also, you know, a nice one to have in there, since we're talking about pugging, is pre-made group finder. That'll help you actually get into a pug later on. I love that add-on. If, if there's an add-on that I absolutely love for this expansion, it's that one. Now, in addition to software, Freck, there are services or groups or ways to actually find other people who are doing these pugs. Like OpenRaid or Zerg ID, since they just merged. Uh, we have long been proponents of uh, OpenRaid. Love them. Have accomplished a ton of stuff through OpenRaid. I've got mounts. I've got achievements. I've got ahead of the curve. I've got all these just cool things through OpenRaid. Can't speak enough about them. They're fantastic people. Their customer support is awesome. Website's awesome. Hopefully they're going to bring in the same level of professionalism over to Zerg ID that they've had over at OpenRaid. So hopefully it just gets even better over there. And that one's really nice because you can uh, schedule things ahead of time. Yeah. That's really my favorite. Really is. Yeah. Now, if you're one of those that just wants to get in and see what's going on, you can use OQ. OQ, it just kind of goes through the pre-made group finder and it's got a, a lot of settings in it. And you can actually put together a really quick group, join a group, start your own group, whole nine yards, and set your criteria through OQ and get people to join a group in OQ. But if that kind of planning isn't your thing, Twitter. There are several Twitter groups for Echoface who put together awesome runs. You just start looking on Twitter for someone doing a particular, you know, uh, now's going to be Mythic run here coming up pretty soon. Look for someone doing that. They'll say, hey, we're starting to run now. You know, DM me your information. I'll send you out an invite. Yeah, that's sweet. You get involved with it. Of course, there is the Blizzard's built-in pre-made group finder. You can look at that and see if there's any groups that are looking for people. You can list yourself in there if you are looking for a group to join hoping to get picked up, or you can uh, start your own group in there and see how that goes. Or friends, guildmates, see what's going on. You may find out that your friend who you've, you know, had lunch with for the past two years has a spot on their raid team that they need to fill. Like, hey, we could really use a range DPS and you're a hunter. Uh, you want to join us? So that level of communication is uh, is vital 
if you want to get something done. So now let me know that we have to have our software updated, our add-ons updated, everything up to date. By the way, got to throw a shout-out to Curse for your add-ons. Happen again this week where we get into somewhere. Somebody doesn't have their add-ons updated. They get in there, and then they're like, oh, wait, I have a notice from DBM that says my DBM is out of date. They do that? (laughs) DBM has a notice that says that? I didn't know that. Because why? Because mine updates every day. Not only does mine update every day, but before I go into raid, I run curse, make sure that everything is updated. So get curse and keep yourself updated. But now that all that's done and out of the way, you have to worry about yourself, Freckleface. Who's going to worry about number one? Me? You. Ah. That is correct. You need to make sure your character is ready. So you want to go to Ask Mr. Robot. Make sure that all your stuff is enchanted properly. More importantly, understand what loot is available for you on what boss. It makes a huge difference because they will ask in raid, does anybody need this particular boss? If not, we'll skip it. And if you don't know, you could be missing out. Now, If you're just going into mythic raiding, obviously you're going to need every boss that drops something for you. So you need to make sure you understand which boss has something for you. Now, Asmus or Robot will tell you where your upgrades are. So you want to go to Asmus or Robot. You want to go ahead and get all your enchanting taken care of. It's going to tell you what the best enchants are for you. And you're going to want to make sure you understand what bosses are dropping the loot that is your upgrades. Noxic, you want to go there to get your rotations down. Things change. You know, there's a difference in how you have your character set up for leveling and how you have your character set up for raiding. So you want to make sure that your character is prime for raiding. Understand what your rotation is. Understand what you're going to do in single uh, target scenarios and in multi-target scenarios. Make sure you're understanding how to contribute the most possible to your group. And Freck... YouTube. So one of the things I started, I used to go to like to the gym in the mornings and I would watch Netflix and I was watching uh, walking dead actually <laughs> on Netflix at the gym. I switched and I'm watching uh, fat boss TV and I'm watching boss strats. Now I'll get through those and I'll get on to walking dead and get about halfway through an episode before I'm just like, I gotta go. I'm about to die. <laughs> and I'll head out. So have you found this to improve your DPS or improve your mechanics? It improves my awareness. I know what's going to happen. I know what's going on. I understand more of the mechanics of what's happening. So in that sense, it adds to my overall DPS because I know like, hey, this is going to happen. I better be ready to move as opposed to saying, wow, something's underneath me. I better move. So I'm able to anticipate what's going to happen. Now, there are some best practices to be raid ready. We've talked about your personal character stuff. We talked about how to make sure you are up to speed on what your rotations are. We talked about how to get ready for watching videos and understand to be able to anticipate what's happening. Now we're going to take it personal. This is more about the player. If you're going to commit to the time, set that time aside just for that raid. And we have said that before on this show. If you go to open raid and you sign up for a raid on open raid from eight 
p.m. until midnight. Make sure you are available 8 p.m. to midnight. It's just common courtesy. It is. A couple weeks ago, I ran into the situation where I was not going to make it home in time for raid. And I was having a heck of a time trying to pull up open rate on my on my phone. And it wasn't open rate's fault. It was completely T-Mobile's fault. <laughs> it just wasn't rendering. <laughs> so I called you. I entrusted you with my open rate password. And I said, please make a comment that I'm running late. So they understand that. It's important to me. It is. And then you said you're going to sign me up for a bunch of stuff, which I'm for so pet thankful. battle runs. I'm so <laughs> thankful you didn't do that. You're like, what? They have those. <laughs> they don't. It's not a thing. It's okay. Now, not only should you be setting that time aside, you need to be prepared to stay for the duration of that entire raid. As we mentioned on the show before, let others know, and I'm talking about others in your life, your spouse, your roommates, your, I don't know, your siblings, your friends, everybody in your life. Be like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Uh, Thursday nights from 8 until midnight, I raid. I, I play my game. I am unavailable. Uh, you know, if you feel like, you know, I don't want to tell people I play World of Warcraft, that they're going to think it's crazy. Fine. Tell them it's personal time. Hey, this is my sign that I set aside for me. This is my time, 8 till midnight. That's me. And people get that. They understand that. Be raid ready. And by raid ready, I mean you got to have your flask, your healing potions, your buff foods, your enchants, plenty of bag space. Sell your crap. You know, your gray items, get rid of them. This is one of my hate blizzes that I've asked for for a long time that allow that to be in the app, in the mobile app. Let me get raid ready. Let me buy all the, that list of things I just talked about. Let me buy those just one, with one click of a button so I can be raid ready for the night. And of course, update everything. And when I mean update everything, I mean everything. I mean your operating system. If your Windows box or your Mac box has updates that are pending, take care of those before raid. If you have an issue with your roommates who, you know, you guys are sharing your bandwidth, let them know that, hey, you guys, between 8 and 12 tonight, lay off. Don't be watching a Netflix so much. Let me have my, my time. You want to be able to anticipate potential issues. Now, we're talking mythic rating, Freck. This isn't LFR. You want to anticipate issues. We had a guy the other night that was having internet connectivity issues. He was completely lagging out practically every fight. Finally, we asked him, hey, when is the last time you, you I don't know, rebooted your router? He's like, how do you do that? Okay, <laughs> unplug it, give yourself some time, plug it back in. Did that, no more problems. Mute your phone. You don't want interruptions. Be there in the middle of a boss fight, all of a sudden your phone starts ringing. It's not that other people are going to hear it ring, it's the fact that your concentration is now broken. You're looking down at your phone going, my dad's calling. Should I answer that phone? I'm, but I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of a boss, I got my rotation. And then what's going to happen? You end up answering the phone. If it's your dad calling at raid time, like between 8 and midnight, and your dad calls, what are you going to do? You're answering that phone. Now your raid's going to suffer. Now, hopefully it's not an emergency and everything is cool, and your dad just either, you know, pocket dialed you or just like, hey, just wanted to talk to you. What's going on? 
hey, Dad, I'm in a raid. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, the World of Warcraft thing. Huh? So you're saying check your phone between poles? I'm, between fights? No, I'm saying put your phone on silent and use one of those autoresponders that says, I am busy, I will call you back tomorrow. Unless this is an emergency, in which case, text me with 911. All modern phones have autoresponders on them. You can set that up. If you, your phone doesn't do it by default, there's an app for that. Get it. Food and drink. I looked for it. I couldn't find it, but we did an episode about healthy eating and uh, when you're raiding. You said you saw some vegetables or whatever, you know, some power foods and blueberries are good. But not celery. Not celery? No. Why not? It's going to be crunched on everyone's oh, ear. Oh, true. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. No. 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 I think there was a guy who was, he was eating some kind of crunchy cereal one night. We're like, what are you doing? It was just, I don't know. It gave my teeth goosebumps. <laughs> it was just weird. Drinks as well. Make sure you've got water or tea or Mountain Dew or Monsters or whatever else you're going to drink during the raid. Make sure you've got that stuff readily available. Some raids take breaks. Some raids don't take breaks. Understand the difference and make sure you understand that when you're going into it. Uh, when I first started this group on the open raid, from 8 until midnight, no breaks. Ooh, that's rough. Oh, yeah. I can do that. I'd be like, nope. Well, we'd, you have to sneak one in. You know, when someone would, would you know, after a wipe or something, you'd run. Uh, and go yeah. <laughs> when you couldn't take it no more, you'd run. In. Or during the trash or something. Well, yeah, sometimes yeah. people would. Yeah, but then, you know, you'd see that. You got a dog? Take him out. Get him outside. Let him do his business. While he's doing his business, you do your business. Before the raid. Take care of that, too. <laughs> My dog hangs out sometimes when I raid. Comes in and, what's up? Just sits next to you? Sits next to me. I got to tell him so often because, you know, I got my hands and my feet all engaged when I'm raiding. Yeah. And he'll do that that nose to the elbow thing. Like, no, dude, I am <laughs> totally raiding here. Chill. Yeah, your dog needs a lot of attention. Sometimes. He was like that the other night. I'm like, what's going on, <laughs> man? Holy cow. So, but other times he's chill. Most of the time he's chill. But sometimes he craves that attention. Yeah. My cat would get up on the uh, arm of my chair with me sometimes and uh, just kind of sit there. Yeah, stare at you. Sometimes he misses and claws me on his way up. Oh. Yeah, that's not, that's not cool. Mm-mm. Very important, Frank. Bring a sense of humor with you to the raid, regardless of what raid it is. Bring it with you. Because some of the people that you're going to pug with are complete tools. No matter how you slice it, they're going to rub you the wrong way, and there ain't jack you can do about it. Unless you have a sense of humor. Which case is kind of, you know, make your best out of it and try to <laughs> laugh it off. And with mythic rating, you know, don't be surprised if you get kicked out and you don't make it on your first run. Don't take offense to that. If you're not cutting it, you're not cutting it. It ain't you. It ain't personal. It's just business. So you find yourself staring at a loading screen like you did last week. <laughs> Because I went to a dungeon with the red sickness? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. You know what? There's another raid. Just queue back up. Look for another <laughs> one. It'll be okay. 
Now here's some particulars if you list yourself or if your group is going to pick up a random person in a pug. If you list yourself and you are then chosen to join an existing group, you have to understand their goals. What are they there for? What are they doing? How long are they going to be rating for? You have to understand all that kind of stuff. If they're just like, hey, you know what, we're just trying to make progression on this boss or we're pushing through this boss, we're getting all the way to the end and we're not stopping until we down this boss. Understand that. So you understand what's going on. Understand their loot rules. Some of them require those add-ons like we talked about before, Suicide Kings or the, the EGPG was the other one we talked about at the top of the show that I couldn't remember. Understand what their loot rules are. Maybe somebody's need before greed. Maybe it's very simple. You know, understand them though. Their time commitment. Hey guys, we are going to raid until midnight and at midnight we are cutting it off no matter where we are versus, hey guys, we're getting to Archimond and we're going to down Archimond no matter how long it takes. That's very different goals. Incredibly different. And you might be like, well, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, or day, got a presentation. Only have a three-hour attention span. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After about three hours, I'm tuning in to Netflix. Very important here, Freckleface, and this is something we ran across the other night. Do not, under any circumstances, try to impose your needs on the group. It's their group. You are a guest. Don't jump in the group and go... I need this boss. I need this gear off this boss. I am rolling need on this. This is the piece I need. It's the only thing I need. And after I get that, I'm leaving. Bad call. Don't do that. Once you understand all of that, if you're not willing to accept those circumstances for that raid, politely thank them and leave. Be like, guys, you know what? I appreciate the invite. I've only got a three-hour window tonight. And unless you want me to bail three hours later, I think I'm going to go ahead and bid adieu now and, you know, no harm, no foul. You may find that a raid group will continue to invite you. Like, you got three hours, so we'll take your three hours. That's cool. Versus, hey, understand, no problem. Thanks for being upfront and honest with us. Have a good night. If not, three hours later, when you're ready to go and they're, you know, midway through a boss and they're getting a the boss down, it's like every, you know, it's like 10%. 8%, 6%, and you bail, they just wasted the last three or four wipes. Because now whoever replaces you is going to be back up at like 20%, you know, 15%. So the whole thing starts over again. Now, if your group picks up a random pugger, make your goals immediately clear to them. Let them know what you are doing. Extre I mean, extremely important. Get them the voice chat server immediately and provide them with any technical support that they may need. Hey, we're on Mumble. Do you have Mumble? No. Here's where you get Mumble. Go download it. Let me know when you're done. All right, I'm done. I've got down, I, I've got it downloaded. What's next? Click on this. Click on that. Click on server. Here's the server information. Here's where you put your username and password. Send me a screenshot when you're done. We'll see what's up. Here's how you configure your push to talk. Whole nine yards. You have to have that done very fast because it's just wasting time while they're doing that. Any add-ons? Hey, by the way, we use this car. We use Suicide Kings. Uh, we use whatever else. You know, DBM. Here's our weak auras. Whatever you're using, get it to them so they can expedite 
that person getting into your group and you back to rating. Now, if they do have needs and those needs don't conflict with your needs and it's something that's kind of like on the way, they're like, oh, by the way, guys, you know, I'm working on my my legendary, uh, you know, so if we get a chance, if there's a boss that we, you might have otherwise skipped that's going to drop something for me, do you mind if we go do that, boss? And your group might say, you know what, we got the time, we got that boss on farm, cool, we'll go do that boss for you. And you'll go get it done. If it doesn't interfere with your group's goals or your time commitments or anything else, if it's not going to be your burden on your group, why not? Be nice. A couple of weeks ago, we were uh, pugging around. You know, we had our group, we had our open rate group. We picked up some pugs. And at the end of the night, we're kind of like, ah, we're going to do Archimonde. I don't know. And then we're like, wait a minute. How many people haven't done Archimonde? And there are like five people who hadn't done Archimonde. So we're like, Okay, let's go Let's go get it done. Let's get you guys your Archie kill. And it was like this whole revigoration. We're like, yeah, let's get these guys your Archie kill. Woohoo! And so we all went out and got them their Archie kill. It was awesome. In fact, on that particular run, that guy was with us. And he was one of the guys that didn't have his Archie kill. So it was one of those, it was just really cool to have that happen. Now, Freck, there is a huge, huge issue that is about to come rearing its ugly head into the world of Warcraft. Uh-oh, what is it? It's mythic lockouts and how they work. In a nutshell, it is a static instant lockout, which means when a group joins an instance, when they go in raiding together, as soon as they kill the first boss together, everybody, all those people are now locked to that particular instance. It's not the group leader. It's not the individual. It is the group. Let's say, for instance, I'm in a group. We take the first night. We take it pretty easy. We kill two bosses, and we decide to save our lockout and come back the next night. Next night rolls around. We're like, you know what? We don't have enough people. Um, Let's not even go in. Let's regroup tomorrow night. But let's say, I'm in the mood for raiding. What's going on? And I get together a group to go raid. When I go into that raid and I invite those other people, they all join my raid and they accept my lockout. Now, remember, this isn't my lockout. It is my group's lockout. So now the new group that I'm with, we go in and we kill bosses, two, three, four, five, whatever. We kill four bosses, let's say. Great night raiding. Everybody got loot. Everybody's super happy. We leave, next night rolls around, my original group comes back in, we're supposed to be on like boss three, now we're on boss six, because I took a group in on that lockout. Oh, I see. And everybody is now ineligible for any bosses that I killed with my other group. I cheated on them, Freck. (laughs) So half the raid is just downed already. Yeah, and now everybody else comes back in, ready to kill bosses, you know, three, four, five, and they're like, what are we doing on boss six? And they'll get in there, and like, they have to now accept the new lockout, but hey, you're on boss six to ten, or whatever, six to thirteen, I guess. And they're like, whoa, we were on three last night, what happened? Or the other night, what was going on? Like, oh, I was here last night, and I took a group, and they're like, bad form. And there's nothing to protect us, anybody, against that in the world of Warcraft right now except for the honor system. You start with a group, you finish with a group. You don't go wandering off. You don't, you know, go meandering around with another group. 
Stay with your own group and that own group lockout. It's going to mess a lot of people up. It did before in Siege of Orgrimmar. It's going to again now. So I want everybody just to be aware of that and understand the group mechanics. If you get with a group, stick with that group for better or for worse. Now, if it's a bad group and you're like, I really did not have a good time that night. That one guy really made me mad. He's a pompous jerk. He kept saying stupid stuff all night. Don't go back. Wait till next week. Take the rest of the week off. It's not worth it. That loot's still going to be there. But don't go cheating on them. It's just not what you want to do. Understand how mythic lockouts work. It is a instance ID, like 55555. That is your group's instance ID. It is unique to your group, but it's, you know, I can carry it with me and I can invite you. Now you're part of that and it just messes the whole system up. So people just need to be aware how that works and not mess it up. It's the honor system. We asked you all what advice you would give to new cross-realm mythic raiders. And this is what a few of you had to say. Uh, Silence says, get in a guild run who are just looking for a few extras. Mythic requires excellent teamwork. Battle Panda says, at least clear on normal yourself. You've got to know the base mechanics of the fight. Richard Kane says, make sure you have a head of the curve ready to link and watch every video you can find on YouTube about Mythic fights. It's a whole new ballgame. Amber Logstun says, prepare yourself for wipes. Walking into Mythic and expecting to clear anything without wiping is laughable. Ronald Carlson adds, have a ton of scotch and Kleenex on hand. Matt Lewis says, with the item level changes, Mythics will be just like last expansion. Pugging Mythics, doing full clears. Ian Prawell chimes in and says, research your class. Every class has niche advantages on fights to increase their maximum output. This is a time where DPS always matters. It might not be fun with pugs at all, but if you genuinely want to push hard mythic content, go for it. Everyone's sense of fun is relative. Epic Pally Feathermoon says don't go in thin-skinned. Expect to be yelled at. 9 out of 10 people who are willing to pug to fill a mythic group already have the entire thing on farm and that comes with the specific mindset that they are the best so expect elitist josh flannery comments that get geared be at least 10 of 13 heroic and watch the mythic strat videos morocco Ascalor says be absolutely sure it's a group you want to stick with because once you kill a boss or join an already in progress instance you are locked this was the biggest confusion when cross realm mythic came with SOO, and I guarantee it will once again upset Pug Raiders. Well, thank you all for your comments, and a lot of that is echoed in what we're kind of saying in the overall list. A lot of really good points there, too. Depending on where you stand, making Mythic Rating available across Realm is either a great idea or the worst thing Blizzard could have possibly done to Mythic Rating. Regardless of where you do stand, it's coming. And the best thing we can all do is be prepared for it. It's time for the add-on spotlight. Bulk buy. Bulk buy does one thing, does it well, 
install it. Don't have to do anything else. My favorite kind of add-on. It lets you buy vendor items in quantities greater than a single stack. Now, while this doesn't come up often because many items stack up to 20 or 100, sometimes you want to buy in bulk things that don't stack, like the stack size is one, so you can only buy one at a time. And then you get that cool confirmation box. Yeah, adding that in, the whole process takes forever. So bulk buy simply lets you set the amount that you want by shift clicking so just like you would normally, except you're not limited to the stack size. And it does the rest. So this can particularly come in handy when you are um, doing the trading post in your garrison. Oh? Because there's vendors there. It's a rotating vendor. Yes. That you can buy supplies uh, from. Right. Maybe you have close to the cap in garrison resources. And you just want to dump all your resources into one thing. So that might take a really long time. Uh, for example, the, they sell the uh, smuggled sack of gold, which costs 50 garrison resources and yields around 15 gold. Right, and that price varies a little bit from here to there. Yes, but that's about what it comes out to. Now, while at the moment this may not be the best way to get gold because... Most of the trade items will go for more than that in the auction house. So it's a better deal to buy the fur or the leather. However, if you wanted to mass buy fur or sometime in the future, when the current trade goods aren't getting as much from the auction house, it's better to get the gold. So it's an easy way to be able to buy in bulk. It kind of reminds me of an add-on that's probably now defunct. It's probably still there, actually, just not just used as much. Uh, before Mr. Pandaria made bags of seeds available, there was an add-on that lets you buy all the seeds you could possibly buy. And it was it was like a really cool little add-on. Just like put a little button on your vendor thing, like buy max seeds, and it'll buy like a stack of 20 automatically. So this is kind of like that. You can shift-click, and you can max out on what you want to buy. I'm looking forward to it because I'm tired of doing like, cause I buy uh, frost wheat in bulk and it's like shift click 200. Okay. Are you sure? Okay. And I have to do that like five times and that's like, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. If I do that once I, I installed this, I have not used it yet. I installed it. I'm like, I'm going to use this. And then old, you know, old man root got busy and, Coffee and breakfast, and I was like, time to go. So I didn't get around to it. But yeah. tonight, I will definitely check okay. it out because I've got it, and I want to go buy uh, bulk frost weed now because that's what I was going to buy this morning and just, you know, didn't. Well, next week, you have to tell us how you liked it. I definitely will. All right. Well, once again, it's called Bulk Buy. You can find it in Curse. doesn't take any setup. You just install it, and it works. Hey, folks, if you're doing any kind of shopping online, I'm sure you're using Amazon because, you know, why wouldn't you? And if you are using Amazon, go ahead and head over to hearthcast.com forward slash Amazon. That's going to take you right on over to the Amazon page and everything works exactly as it normally does. Except behind the scenes, we get a little bit of that purchase money sent back to us as advertising fees. 
and we use that money to offset any kind of costs we might have here at the Excellence in Podcast Studios, and we greatly, greatly appreciate you guys doing that. Did you know you could do that? I found something pretty interesting um, when playing the other day. Actual dating advice. Dating advice and wow. That's useful. <laughs> that's, that's such a great caveat because usually dating advice and wow, if you get it from like, especially from trade chat, not good. <laughs> no, not good. But this is useful dating advice. And our teaser was from an in-game gnome. Right. So this is specifically advice for guys trying to meet women. Okay, we all need that. All right, there is a vendor in Ice Crown. His name is Brazi Getz. Okay, he's a gnome. I wonder if that name means anything. (laughs) (laughs) He will sell you his secrets for wooing each uh, alliance race of women for mere 22,000 gold. A mere 22K. 22K. That's like more than my amount. So you buy his uh, secrets, and once you have them in your bag, you open them. It gives you five separate books. Five separate books to 22K. Right. On how to meet women, but alliance women. Alliance women, because he's a gnome. I'm assuming there's a language barrier for Horde. Yeah. But what about the international language of love? Uh, Well, it's not covered. Oh. Ah. Well, here's what's interesting about it. While the guides for meeting Draenei, gnomes, night elves, and dwarves are whimsical, his guide for handbook for handling human honeys huh. is actually educational. Oh, really? It really is. In my opinion, like any guy in the dating scene needs to read this. IRL. IRL. A real guy in a real dating scene needs to read this. Yes. Versus, hey, babe, can I buy you a drink? Right. Which apparently is all you need to do for... For a dwarf. No, actually, you ask her to buy you a drink. And you ask that's her. That's the whole book. You ask yeah. her to buy you a drink. Yeah. I like dwarves now. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to cover this book. We're going to read it to you guys. And we'll discuss it. There's nothing like wooing the heart of a human girl. Infinitely forgiving, endlessly caring, and fantastically fun, human girls have been the downfall of countless heroes throughout the ages. See Chapter 3, Jane and Proudmoore and the Men Who Loved Her. Uh, By the way, didn't I call that... Didn't I yeah. say, like, Jane has got a thing and we're watching Callie Ghost? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, you did. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Here you go. Give you one of those. <laughs> All right, thank you. However, generation after generation has proven it takes something more than just money, looks, or an epic suit of armor to attract the woman of your dreams. Not even the power of gnomish invention can help you here. To truly charm the heart of another, you should possess these qualities. Be fun and friendly. Be a challenge be a man. Now we're going to take those three aspects a little more in depth with the rest of this book. Starting off with be fun and friendly. Ever have that friend who shows up at your home and brings everybody down? Yep, everyone does. Does he get invited back to the parties? Not unless he's bringing the ale. If you want to be an attractive person, live an attractive lifestyle. You'll find that the more you enjoy socializing with others, the more they enjoy socializing with you. There is no faster way to ruin a girl's night than bringing in that needy, apologetic vibe. 
let it go. Embrace the fun and your confidence will soar. Be a challenge. Too many gnomes these days walk with their heads slung low, shuffling along sadly from tavern to tavern, hopelessly holding on these limiting beliefs that no human girl would ever want them. They rush into the tavern, shower her with compliments and free drinks, then go home dejected. Well, let me be the first to tell you, friend, when you give yourself away so cheaply, you diminish the value of your unique, exquisite personality. You've been told by society that you are not the prize, that women will never acknowledge you, that you must beg for love and attention. They are wrong. Don't give your affection away so freely. Instead of asking yourself, does she like me? Ask yourself instead, do I like her? Challenge her. Show her you're looking for a girl who offers more than a pretty face. If she can't keep up with your life, move on. If she shows she's got something to offer, you're at the beginning of a beautiful thing. Be a man. In an age where we've been banished from our homes, forced to fight for our very survival, and face down horrors never before known to Azeroth, you would think that the nature of manhood would be better understood. Sadly, the art of masculinity has been lost, washed away in the glitz and the glamour of battle. However, all is not lost. With practice and confidence, you can come back in touch with yourself. Once you've met that human girl of your dreams and she's shown herself to be worthy of your affections, take the lead. Show her everything that is beautiful about your world. Hold her hand. Develop a close, affectionate relationship. Show respect for yourself, for her, and the world around you. And above all, be responsible. Troubleshooting. While everything doesn't always go the way you expect, that's what makes life unpredictable and exciting. However, there's a few tips to help you a long way in improving your life. Here's some common blunders. Don't chase. Don't be needy. Don't get stuck on someone who dislikes you. These all stem from a core belief that the woman you must have is the woman you're talking to right now. Break free. There's many women out there in this beautiful world, and if one doesn't work out, let go. You'll find you become more attractive the less clingy you are. Okay, Freck, we've read the book. Yes. You are a woman. I am a woman. I'm a man. How true is uh, what we've just read? It's all true. You're human, too, I should point I'm out. I'm a human woman, yes. It's all true. Um, probably one of the worst things that a guy can do, the beginning stage, is to show your cards too soon, is to be needy, is to make it super obvious that you're into the girl. Um, partly because women are intrigued by mystery. Yes. And when a woman doesn't know if the man is into her, if she thinks that he might be, it gives her something to wonder about. Hmm. If she just knows, then she kind of goes, okay, well, I've, I've got him in my uh, grip here. Who else do I have? So the kind of playing, uh, in this case, would it be Bachelorette, like the TV show. I've got these seven blokes, all who are wooing for me. Just let me play the field. Exactly. 
Okay. They should totally have the Bachelor slash Bachelorette in World Oh, Warcraft. I know they should. Yeah. Right. And you know what else I really like about this is there is a lot of dating advice is written by, you know, the quote players. Dr. Spock. What? Did he write some dating advice or is that just like baby and family advice? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> not that nerdy. No, no, no. Not Star Trek. <laughs> Dr. Spock is like. Oh, the guy said not to spank your kids? Yeah. The other one you're thinking about is Mr. Spock. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. There's a lot of people who try to peddle advice that can supposedly get you any woman. That focuses on tricks. That focuses on certain things that you're supposed to say or certain ways you're supposed to act. There's a whole like perfume line that's surrounded about that too. That's supposed to release like pheromones that attract the the female. <laughs> that's true, and the and the truth is that nothing is that easy. What you have to do is become an interesting person by loving yourself, exploring your own interest, being confident in what you're good at, and what you enjoy. So you like the challenge aspect. You like the confidence aspect. Well, the fact that this isn't a a particular guide to trying to get any woman that you want. Okay. Because that doesn't work. No? Really? There are just some people that it's never going to work out. (laughs) Okay. This is true. I agree 100%. So the idea that they're preaching just being yourself, being confident, and being open, that will help you find the right person rather than focusing in on one particular person that you have your heart set on and trying to force things to make it work. Because then a lot of times you'd have to resort to tricking them or being deceptive, you know, pretending to be something that you're not, and that's not going to work in the long run. Ninth grade root. Oh, boy. Freshman in high school. Uh Uh-huh. On the football team. Your son's older than that. Shut up. <laughs> Coming up to, it wasn't like homecoming, but it was a dance, school dance. Now, ninth grade me had a huge crush on a particular girl named Amy. I mean, just huge crush. Unapproachable. I was just, if I was in, I don't know, 10 feet of her, I I lost all faculties. I did, I couldn't talk. I couldn't think. It, it was Amy. You know? Yeah. However, ninth grade me couldn't muster the confidence to talk to Amy. Just couldn't do it. So this dance comes up. And I'm like, am I going to ask Amy? No, I can't ask Amy. I can't. Because, I, blah, blah, blah. It, it just doesn't work. Now, flip side of that is Heather, cheerleader, bombshell, you know, you know the one, the, she is the one in the school that all the guys are like, oh my goodness, it's Heather. And I'm like, cool, it's Heather, no big deal. Dance comes up, I go up to Heather, I'm like, hey, Heather, do you have anybody uh, taking you to the dance? Heather said, no, nobody had asked Heather. What? So I'm like, hey, no strings attached, nothing going on. Would you like me to take you to the dance? Bam, absolutely. So I go home, right? And I tell my sister, oh, by the way, I'm taking Heather to the dance. Oh, no way. You're not taking Heather to the dance. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Heather said yes to you? Uh, Yeah, because I got it going on. 
No. <laughs> so, yeah, my parents are like, all oh, cool. I got the corsage. I got the whole thing. They took me to pick Heather up because I couldn't drive. <laughs> Ninth grade is fine. Yeah, okay. So, take Heather to dance. We have a great time. You know, this is one of those yeah, back in the 80s where <laughs> dances were proctored. And it wasn't like they had a balloon between you. But they would tell you, a little bit of distance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was proctored. You know, But we had a good time. We danced foot loose and stuff. Yeah, really did. Hey, Footloose is still out there. People still dance to Footloose. It just wasn't on the top 10 <laughs> new charts now as it was then. So anyhow, have a great time with Heather. Great time. But again, I consider Heather like, it's just okay, it's Heather. It's no big deal, right? Monday morning comes around. I walk to school. I walk past Amy's house. Amy comes out to walk to school with me. Oh, now suddenly Amy's all interested in little old me <laughs> because now I'm not interested in her, which is one of the things that this this guide was talking about. Challenge. Before when I was like pining, she knew, she knew that I was pining for, I just was, you know, tripping over my tongue every time Amy walked around. But now that I was just like, yeah, I went to the dance with Heather. She's us all like, oh, good morning, Rude. Hi, can I watch this? Would you like to carry my boy? Okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Whole different game now. Yeah. Because you weren't a guarantee anymore. No. No. And the best part about it, a whole whole thing, (laughs) this is the best. I ended up turning Amy down. It ended up like going, I was dating some girl named like Beatrice or something like really old. She played the cello. That's what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Like old school all around. (laughs) Obviously that never worked out. I was like, whatever, peace. (laughs) But you know why? Why? Because she wasn't a challenge. This works the other way too. It does. Because now I'm like, what's up? This is... You know, it's the unobtainium. Now it's not unobtainable. Now it's right there. Yeah. I'm walking to school with Amy. It's more about loving yourself and knowing where you fit in the world. Like, that is what will attract people to you. I'll agree with one caveat. Okay. And that is yin and a yin. It takes all types to make the world go round. For everybody out there, there is an equal and opposite attraction that that person, you know, that's your soulmate. I believe everybody has a soulmate somewhere. It's a big planet, though, (laughs) (laughs) so you may not find that soulmate right away. But, man, I like this book. Do you pay twenty two k for this book? Uh, Worth. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So that's that's good. Well, all right. So... What I really wanted to say when bringing up this book, the fact that how many books exist in WoW, and most of them are hilarious or whimsical or just there to entertain you and amuse you. And all the rest of the books in that in the same collection, they are very entertaining. But here they could have made a parody of a dating book, you know, made jokes about a gnome dating a human or whatever. But instead they wrote legitimate advice. It really is, especially like this thing about it says, you know, uh, once you've met the girl, human girl of your dreams, she's shown herself to be worthy of your affections. The biggest thing I like about that is where it says, show respect. 
for yourself, for her, and for the world around you. And then above all, be responsible. That alone, if more people in this world just did that. Yeah, especially since they're listing that under ways to be a man. They're not saying be a man, um, go slaughter something and bring her the head. But actually lead her to show you what you want, be affectionate and show respect. And those are actually real ways to be a man and not cheap ways to pretend to be a man. I think if I brought my uh, his object of affection or person of affection a severed head, <laughs> you don't understand, officer. I'm pining for her interest. <laughs> you have a severed head in your car. Please come with me. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> but in WoW, <laughs> of course, this is a lion. It's on the horde side. It would be bring them a severed head. <laughs> like the orcs. <laughs> bring them the still beating heart of your enemy. <laughs> it would be interesting if there was a horde equivalent of this because that would say stuff like that. I think uh, since I have the little bumpers next week, I am going to do the horrid equivalent of this book. I'm going to write it myself. Right. <laughs> and we're going to have the horrid equivalent of this book next week here on HearthCast. All right. I'll be looking forward to that for sure. Real quick, we did get a lot of responses in uh, the talk about um, the advice people would have for uh, cross-realm mythic rating. And there was one that was just too long for our segment, but I did want to include this because I did feel it was worthwhile. Now, this is from uh, a character named Jan over on Frost Wolf. And Jan says, make sure to have an understanding of all the fights on Mythic Mode. Be able to explain the fights in detail, yet in a way that even the average player will be able to comprehend. Next, make sure the eye level is high enough so you don't get someone who's wanting to get carried. So that's if you're looking for somebody. We all hate carries. Also, look up certain group comps regarding which classes are more raid viable rather than the group viable. So if you're putting together a raid, you want to make sure that the person you're getting isn't just, hey, the guy's got the good eye level, let's get him in. Make sure it is a class that is going to help you in your raid. And lastly, it's a pug. Pugs tend to wipe a lot because Mythic takes time to learn. And assuming most of the casual raiders aren't experienced for Mythic, it's more of a learning and progressing when it's Mythic. Try and get all the people in the group to come next week so there's less explaining. And I really like what he had to say. Build that relationship in that group that you have so that when you make some progression, when you come back next week, you don't have to re-explain and go through this whole process again. Invite them back if they're good. And if they fit, and one of the things we didn't touch on, which I'm going to throw in there, is make sure that that person's the IRL person, make sure that their personality is a fit for the group. I have been in groups, Freck. You know me, I've got a little bit of a sense of humor sometimes, whatever you want to call it. And I tend to, you know, try to inject some humor into a group. And I have been told in some scenarios that, uh, that level of humor is not appreciated. Okay, not a problem. Not the group for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I want to throw some kind of, if something strikes me as funny and I want to throw that out, 
I don't want somebody to tell me that I can't do that. Yeah, it's not like you're distracting from the rain or anything. They just they want to be serious. Yeah, they're all yeah. they're all serious business, and I'm just like <laughs> that guy runs funny. Everybody notice that it looks like he's running with a loaded diaper. You know, <laughs> who knows? So there's that. So I wanted to thank everybody who contributed tonight uh, for the show. There's a lot of great information we had. And we do appreciate everybody who did help us out for that. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastbreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. We'd love to hear your comments. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Ruth and Freckleface. It's time to crank things up. Crank things up. Open a can of bloodlust. 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 Come get some. Bloodlust not guaranteed to raise the haste in anyone in your party but you. Bloodlust.